A good vochra boisai. Lili nishmasimi mirasi rusmas mordechai. You know what? I have the tehillim here. I should say kapil tehillim. Today's shir is being sponsored. L'schos the release of all two hundred and twenty-nine known hostages and shkoyach and the refua of the thousands of injured Lilinishama of those who lost their lives in this terrible war. It shouldn't uh, go any further. We're talking about Syria and this one. And it's a lot of wonderful things could happen and they should happen soon. Kapitol Kuflamid. Shir Hamal, you know what we could say together. Shir Hamalo is me mama king, Grossiho Adoinoi, Adoinoi, Shimovikoi, Tienos, Nehogashu voice, the Koda Hanunoi, Imavoinoi, Sishmorio, Adoinoi, Miamoi, Kim Hoas, the Hall, the Mantivore, Kivisi Adoinoi, Kipson of Sheep, the Dvoroi, Halti. Nafshi Ladoinoi, Shemrim Laboike, Shemrim Laboike, Yahel Israel El Adinoi, Kimadino Yahesed, Varbeimoi, Fedus, Buhu Yvdes Israel, Mikoi Labriso, Achei Nukobes Israel, and soon in Bitsoro Vashivio, Oindem by Yomo Bain by Yabosho, Mokim Rahim Aleya, Vitim in Sordorvaho. It's only one week away from the Siyum on the Sechel Skidushan, Siyum on Seder Nashim, and basically finishing half a Shas. So we are going to celebrate Roi Vaham in Connecticut. Please join us. And I'd like to show you something I was supposed to show you a few days ago, but this is um, Hasidish, guys. I am super excited for the upcoming Shabbos. It's going to be a Shabbos of Chizik, a Shabbos of Achdus. I booked my room already, and I'm really looking forward to the Shabbos of Chizik. We are looking forward for a great, exciting Shabbos. You know, one of my biggest excitements is to be able to meet everyone. Zaman's on the Shabbos, it's Father's Shabbos, it's Chaskas. Go out, book your room. I'm looking forward to seeing you all. Can't wait to see you there. Hope to see you there. And, you know, there's all types of things that are going to be there. Rabbeim, Kailo guys, Hasidim, non-Hasidim. And here's from our favorite non-Hasid. Hey, MDY, it's Motorcycle Mike in South Florida. Where are you going to be the first week of November? Stanford, Connecticut. I'll see you there. My case. I of Dickman's son, who's been with MDY for over two years, since Mesef Zuma, made a seum at his bar mitzvah on Seder Nashim. The entire Seder Nashim. Gemara. That's, that's huge. You also did. The entire mind. Yeah, AB has been with the DAF since Brachas. Half a shas he learned. And he's only 14 years old. Unbelievable. Okay. So, 
Rebelli should continue singing Nachas. Zogh to finish us. Bimehera. A letter from my famous uh, second cousin, Jonathan Stefanski. Just wanted to follow up on the video you sent of Baruch Foreman. I saw him in Chul this morning and asked him how he's doing with the daf, and he assured me that he's keeping up every day. A true protector of Am Yisrael on the battlefield and in the base medrash. His merit, we should see Hashem protect our soldiers, redeem our captives, provide refuge shleim to all those who need it, and to uproot and destroy our enemies. Shabbat Shalom, Jonathan. The Mesechta, sponsored by Lock and Loving Families, Lakewood, New Jersey, because Torah and Achtos are the best segula, the partners of the Mesechta, for the unity of Am Yisrael. The Parnas HaChoydish, Lili Nishmas Chayyab Bas Yosef, the Nishama should have an Aliyah. Parnas HaChoydish, Hatzlach HaLeschus, Yosef Meir Ben Rochel, and Yidin Worldwide. Parnas HaShavua, Natalie and Victor Kriam, in honor of Gedalia Ben Asiyah. Gustavo Furman. I know I messed it up because I sent an email that I pronounced the name correctly. So that's it. I ruined it. Art of the month, Yosef and Chaya Sarah. Yosef and Chaya Sarah for the schusim that come for supporting Limud HaToyra. Ravoisa, here we go. We are on Daf, Ayin Hey, Omid Beis. Really, we could take it back. We could fly through it. We did a little bit of it. But let me just say, Balpeh, what's going on here? Rebbe Lazar came with a big chiddush, and he says that a kusi should not marry another kusi. A kusi is a nation that came into Eretz Yisrael, and there's a machloigis throughout Shas, whether they're legit, the sincere game or not, is it perhaps the lion, that, the lions that attacked them caused them to become game, and therefore they're really goyim. Or perhaps they're geri emes, they were sincere and they're real yidim. So the fact that he says that one kusi should not marry another kusi is very puzzling. Why? Why should, why should a kusi not? If they're goyim, so why can't one guy marry another guy? Why is it your business? And if they're yidin, so why can't they marry each other? Shouldn't marry each other. So Gemara says like this. We'll just run through it quickly. Basically what the Gemara is going to do is, the Gemara says, I'll give you three reasons why a kusi should not marry a Jew. Why a Jew should not marry a kusi. And the final reason is going to be a good reason for us to know why a kusi should not marry another kusi. So the first three, four lines are freebies. They're all names. Ella, you have it. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, thirteen lines from the bottom. We had this yesterday. Just reading it quickly. There's three uh, opinions. Why a Jew should not marry a Kusi? Rabbi Shmuel, so that Kusim Geri Aroy is saying, Rabbi Shmuel holds that the Kusim are Goyim, and even the Koyhanim that mixed into them don't be fooled by the fact that they're Koyhanim, they were apostle to begin with. They used the Koyhanim, but they were Miktsoisam. Who went to help them out in their bama in the backyard? The thorns of the nation. The chalalib. You should not marry a kusi. Why? Because they are goyim. And even the kohanim that mixed into there, they are all psulim, they're all chalalim to begin with. That's sheet number one. That's not important to explain why Rebbe holds that a kusi should not marry a kusi. 
Rabbi Kiva Sava Kusim Gere Emesain. Rabbi Kiva is the exact opposite. He says Kusim are for real. They're Jews. And you should know that the Koyhanim that mixed in with them are perfect. So as is, on the surface, it seems, what's the problem? Why can't you marry Kusi? The same Rabbi Rebbe in the name of Rebbe Yechanan says the exact opposite shot here, that the Koyhanim that married into the Kusim are the perfect ones, they were the best. Not Chalolim, not Psulim. Oh, Belvrima Sorum. So why did Rabbi Kiva say, or what's the pshat in Rabbi Kiva? Why is it also? Why are Kusim also? Rabbi Nesha, Yemiyavim, Sarusois, Upoitrimis, Anisuois. Pshat is because they told Yuvamas, Lashuk, Yuvama, one whose husband is, who died without children, and she falls, Liibum, to her brother in law. Rather than the brother-in-law performing chalitza or yibum, they said, get married to whoever you want. So what is that? Is that a pro- If she gets married to anybody in the street, what happens? Is that a problem of, of, of mamzeros? What's the problem? It's an iser doiraisa, because it says, ki eish v'achem yachto v'meis achad mehem uveinein lo'i lo'isiya eishes ha'meis ha'chutza l'ishzar. The famous possible. Lo'isiya eishes ha'meis ha'chutza l'ishzar. There's a law. There's a law for her to go get married to somebody without chalitza. And if she breaks that law, what happens? So that's the famous machlois that we had. Is mamzerus only caused by something that, that's a chi of misa? Or is mamzerus caused by something that is a chi of karas? And Rabbi Kiva says mamzerus is caused even by a law. So since this is a law, so these children of kusim are mamzerim. Oh. So now we understand why a kusi should not marry a kusi based on this. Actually, not. No, this is not. This is not good enough. This is Rebbe Kiva, and there's only a lav, and Rebbe Lazar doesn't hold her of this Rebbe Kiva. So we have to go weiter. My darshi tapa vayinvav amadal. This is where we're holding yesterday. Okay, so we did that real quickly, but now we understand it better. My darshi. Why would a tzduki, I mean a kusi, say that? A Yavama could just get married without Chalitza and Yivam. It says in the Pasuk, a Yavama needs Chalitza. Why would they say that? So you say like this. We agree to the we agree to this idea of Yivam and Chalitza, but that only applies to Narusa. Step one of Kiddushin. A, a woman who accepted a, a ring, and before her husband, her husband had a chance for Chuppah, he died. So her, you could be Miyab. But a full-fledged wife who went through the Erusa, went through the Kiddushin? No. Why? Because it says in the Pasuk, So they learn it. If you look at this chart over here, there's a, I put an arrow there. That the Eishis Hameis is Hachutza. That's how they learn it. They learn a Kruma Pshat in the Pasuk. Because they don't have Gemara. They, they decide their own Pshat. That's what happens when you decide your own Pshat. That the... The only Vama is Hachutza, the outer one, the one that's not 100% related yet. She doesn't have Chuppa yet. She's just a regular Yavama. She's a regular Arusa. And that's, that to her applies the Halacha of Yibam. Okay. But a regular wife that had Arusin. And Kiddushin, she could go out and marry whoever she wants without Chalitza. 
Rukiva holds that since they got married to a regular man without chalitza, that creates mamzerus in the Kuti nation. Fine. That's why Rabbi Kiva holds, do not marry a Kusi. You don't know if you're marrying a mamzer or not. Still doesn't explain why Rabbi Lazar holds that a Kusi shouldn't marry a Kusi. Now, if Rabbi Lazar would hold a Rabbi Kiva, then it would be explained because there's a lot of mamzer running around in Kusi. So if you're a Kusi, don't marry another Kusi because you might marry a mamzer by mistake. But Rabbi Lazar, we said yesterday, doesn't hold of Rabbi Kiva. Yeshayimrim, yeah, where was it that we said this? Bekitzer, we said Mefurush that he, he doesn't hold of it. Shalom Aleichem. Yeshayimrim, ah, this is what Rebbe Lazar holds. Lefi she'ein bekim b'dikduke mitzvahs. Since Kutim don't know the, all, you know, if you think about it, how we have a lot of mitzvahs, 613. And then we have Shukhanar, we have Mishtabrur, we have Paiskim, we have, there's a million halachas when it comes to every single thing. We had a whole entire Masechus Gitin and how to do it and how to write it and how to this and how to that. And if you don't know all these halachas, you could create Mamzerim. Oh. So if this Yashayim is of Lazar, this explains why one Kusi should not marry another Kusi. Why? Because they don't know the mitzvahs. And as we're going to see in a second, maybe the divorce that that guy's Kala's mother had is not a real divorce. So his Kala is actually Mamzeris. His parents, this Kusi, are pure. This Kusi is a Mamzer. What are you going to do? Can't marry each other. Sanya, how do I know it's Rebbe Lozer? Sanya, Matzas Kuti Muteres. Today, you go like the, you go to the biggest chumrah bakeries. You go to Satmer. Sans has crazy chumras. All the you want the best matzah, the matzah. You can buy from a kusi also. Go to go to wherever they live over there. What's it called? That neighborhood they live in? Israel till this very day. High Grizim, right? They live over there by Grizim. They you can buy matzah from them. That's what the Gemara says. Then why? Let's think about it. This is very very important. Not everybody remembers this. We learned it many times. What are the two ingredients that you need when you make a matzah in terms of halacha? Oh, oh, we have to make the chachamim here. Everybody says that you have to make sure that there's no chametz. 18 minutes. Well, there's something very important. And that's this pasuk right over here. Ushmar dem a mitzvah so they have to watch the matzah. You have to watch it. Make sure that from the beginning to the end, it's l'shem matzah. Mechatei Kusi knows this halacha. A lot of yeshiva bacham don't know this halacha. I bet you if you go around and ask in shul today, 80% won't know this unless they did the daf, right? Seriously. Or visit a matzah factory. Or listen to the shir today. No, it's before the matzah factory. It's from the time that you cut the wheat. You have to watch it. L'shem matzah. It's mitzah deraisa. It's ma'akiv in the matzah. Talking about the matzah's mitzvah. Yeah. So maybe maybe Kuzi doesn't know it. So says the Gemara. But it's mutter. I could, I could assume the Kuzi, he knows these halachas. He, he keeps the Torah. And he's going to keep that halacha. 
And this is our blessing from our Suya. He says, no, you cannot eat it. They don't know the intricacies of the mitzvah. There was a, a guy that really, really wanted to be part of the Briskarov's Matzah Habura. They wouldn't let him in. And he, he begged, he pleaded, he pulled all sorts of protection. And finally he said, okay, fine. So he comes, he says, no, what should I do? He said, listen, very important job. You hold the towel over here as the redler, as the guy who brings the matzah into the oven. As he comes back, he'll wipe his hands on the towel. The guy is sitting there sweating for eight hours. Eight hours. Eight hours go by. And he looks around and he says, I have to go to the bathroom. That's it. I can't anymore. I have to go. So he says, what should I do with the towel? So kid is walking by there. He says, just put it on the hook that the towel was on the whole last year before you came. <laughs> All right, but sometimes people don't know the Dukei Mitzvah. Maybe there's a Dikduk Mitzvah to hold a towel. I don't know what. They, they don't know. So Mele says, Reb Lezer, that a matzah of a kusi is possible. And therefore what? In our sugi also, a kusi is possible even for another kusi. That what? And what, what could possibly go wrong when it comes to people's marriages? Huh. <laughs> Imagine, I mean, there's a million examples, but imagine somebody gets divorced in the Kuthi congregation and their big rabbi doesn't know that you have to have the name of the, of the wife in the get. He thinks that you could just write, hey, Sally, I don't know what. And it's not the right, it's not the proper way. It's, a, it's not a get midaraisa. Midaraisa is a puzzle get. There's a million alachas that you have to know. You don't, you don't write the right thing. You don't do the right thing. Oh, it's, just, eh, it's just a name. Who cares? You think they're going to be medactic to say it's in North Lake because every time I made a chasen in uh, in Midwest Conference Center, North Lake, it's this kiri, this, the Shema, I'll, I'll yam this, I'll nahar that. They don't know. They don't care. But it, it could, whatever it is, there's certain things that could possibly get me their raisa. If it's not a get me their raisa, and they went and they, that's what they're, they're screaming to the reform stuff and everything. Because what happens is, if it's not the right get, not the right gear, it's not the right this, then you have a problem of mamzerim. It's plain and simple. You have a couple that's married, had a kiddushin and everything, and then they think that this get is a good get. It's not a good get. And she gets married to somebody else and she has kids. Mamzerim. That's the problem. Now, how could you kusi marry another kusi? Perhaps she comes from a divorced family, she came, her mother was divorced before she got married, and it's not a good get. That's the, that's the issue. There's a problem with the Kusim because they had Mamzerim from a brother and a sister. There's a, a Rebbe Shainakal in Cheder. The Rebbe asked the kid, he says, tell me Tzadik, if you were to marry your sister, what would, what would happen? So the kid says, oh, the ki- my child will be a 12th generation from the Baal Shem Tov. <laughs> Yeah, so the problem with Kusim is, There's real Mamzerim over here. A Mamzer from a brother and a sister, a Mamzer from an Eishasach. Now, Eishasach, we said a second ago, well, we're talking about Yibum. 
person marries his sister-in-law. Out came a mamzer. And that's why a kusi should not marry a kusi. Because I don't know, maybe she's uh, from the from the Meshpach of Mamzer. What, what are you trying to tell me here? You're telling me two stories, two types of mamzer. A brother and a sister, and a, a man and a sister-in-law had a child. So you want to tell me, oh, a big chiddush, that a mamzer is not only from Eishasish, a mamzer also is from people that are, have a chi of Karas and not a chi of Mrs. Bezin. Eishasish has a chi of Mrs. Bezin. A brother-in-law and a sister-in-law together is a chi of Mrs. Medeiraisa. Not Bezdin. So if that's what you're trying to tell me, so just tell me one of those two. Why do you have to tell me two stories? Says Gemara, I'll tell you why I said there's a mamzer from a brother and a mamzer. I'm repeating a story. I'm telling you a fact. Fact on the ground, not I'm choishish that that's what happened. We know for a fact that in the Kuti congregation, there's once a story of mamzerus from a brother and a sister, and there's once a ma- another second story of a brother-in-law and a sister-in-law. And they got involved in the community. And now we have a problem that there's Mamzerim running around. There's another problem. Not real Mamzerim. There's a problem of uh, two slaves got involved over there. Evan and Shivcha. says, That if the Shivcha marries a Kusi, then the kid is an Evan. So you might be marrying an Evan. That's the problem here. The reason why one kusi should not marry another kusi is because maybe you're marrying an Eved. If you just want to tell me that there's a problem of Isra, so say one out of the two, what do you have to say? Uh, there's a story with the Eved and a Shifcha. Rav is just saying over the story, the story was with two slaves. Says the Mishnah. Now, this is what Rashi and Toysa seems like. Toysa says straight out. Rashi doesn't say it straight out. He just says it a little later on. And then he does, takes it back, sort of. Who's getting married here? So let's say uh, Toysa says it's a Kayin trying to marry a Kayhenes. Rashi seems like he's talking about a Yisrael. That we're more concerned about Mamzerus over here. How far back do you have to look at a Yichos? How, how, what kind of tree do you have to look at? I got Yoshi. I did a quick thing. I got up earlier than usual. Yoshi was up the whole night. So he didn't want to do any art today. But I convinced him to do this one. Not that he didn't want to. He was just too tired. So I drew out a little uh, thing. If there's anything wrong here, it's my fault. Basically... I'm just going to click on this real quickly. I added the triangles on their head. That's not Yoshi's special art. Well, I'm trying to show with the triangles that there's four women, that that's what the Mishnah says, four that are eight. There's four primary women. Basically, you look at the Kala. The Kala is the one all the way in the bottom. Her mother and her grandmother. Okay? So you take... Right? The the Kala has... uh, Sorry, it's not her, her mother and her grandmother. It's her mother and her great-grandmother from her father's side. Those are the primary. And you go to the other side. I don't know if you can, if you notice, it's very simple. You have a kala and she has a mother and a father. The mother is on the right side of the chart. Or sometimes people tell me the charts are reversed or something. 
And the, it says, Aim Va'av, the bottom. Okay? It even says, in, okay, he did it in red. Tzadoyim, Tzadav. Basically, the cow has a mother and a father. There's two primary mothers from the mother's side, and there's two primary mothers on the father's side. And then you just take up every primary mother, the mother of the primary mother. So you take a look at it, you'll have a total of eight. Okay? Look at the primary mother, the first, the Kala and her mother. Then you do the grandmother, which doesn't have, she doesn't have a triangle on her head. She's right above the mother. And then the mother's father, which is the grandfather of the Kala, has a mother. I just took out all the men. Any man that's not important, you don't have to know that she's married. They're all married, okay? But we just go up the ladder all the way to the top lady on the top in the white. She's also part of it that we have to check her. The kids are going up one, two, three, four generations up. Okay? Four generations up on the mother's side, four generations up on the father's side. It's kind of complicated these days to do that. But kach, kachze. They were good at it. Four primaries, which are really, A, because you have to add a mother to them. What are they? I'm just going to click as we read it. Ima, here, she pops out. Ve'eim Ima, the mother of the mother. In other words, a grandmother. Ve'eim Avi Ima, a great-grandmother, meaning her grandfather's mother, from her mother's side. From her mother's side, grandfather, grandfather's mother. And... Vima all the way on the top on the tzadaim, that woman, that lady. Now we go to the left side. Tzadav. Veim avia. Boom, the mother of her father. In other words, her grandmother. Vima. And you just go above the grandmother, which is the great-grandmother, the Yushami lady holding the sign. Now, Ve'im Avi Avia. She has a grandfather from the father's side. His mother, which is basically Hillary Clinton, but not, not so, she, she would be a shtickle apostle here in this case. So if you find her, the shidduch is off. Ve'im avio avio ve'imo, he just threw it in stam to be shticky. And all the way on the top is aim avio avio ve'imo, the mother of the great grandmother. That's if you're trying to marry Koyhanis. Who's trying to marry the Koyhanis? Taisus says a Koyan. Rashi seems to be saying Yisrael. Now, if you want to marry a Levia of Yisraelis, if you're trying to marry, according to Taisus, we're concerned about Halalam, according to Rashi, we're concerned about Mamzerit. So if you're concerned about halalam, it's only a, a kayan that's trying to marry her. Levi Yisraelis, if you're trying to marry a Levia or Yisraelis, Moisifim Aleim, Oid Achas. You check the grandmother of every mother. You know, the grandmother of every triangle. Every primary mother that has a triangle, you check their grandmother. Okay, so it's one more step. Now says the Mishnah. This, this is awesome. This is like, uh, by the way, this is like a Gadata. Seriously. Here, from here. Once a Kayan served in the Beis Hamikdash on the Mizbeach, you don't have to check him. That's good enough for us. You don't have to go back and see who his father was. 
there's different things that prove that this person has great heritage, he's great yichos. If he's on the duchen, he's a levi, he, he duchened, or sorry, a kain duchening, then it's good yichos. If he's one of the 72 of Sanhedrin, you can't be a Sanhedrin if you don't have good yichos, that's good enough yichos. And if your father, grandfather, was a dayan, a shoiter, meaning a dayan of the three, in a three-person bezdin, or or he's charged with the tzedakah, that's good enough for us to know you have perfect yichos. We already checked that person out. You cannot be a judge, can't be a dayan if you have bad yichos. In Yerushalayim, as the Gemara is going to say. All these people... They can get married into the kuna, and you don't have to check the yichos. If you were signed a witness in the city called Yishana in Tzipayri, that's good enough for us. They did enough research over there that if you're signing a document, you are perfect yichos. If you're a soldier in the war, then you are good to go. Says the Gemara, How come a woman who gets married doesn't have to check the yichos, only a man? Says the Gemara, very interesting. When there's a huge fight between two women, they start calling each other, Zainas, you did this terrible znos, you did this terrible znos, that's what they do. You're not going to find out any kind of problem with their yichos. But men, when they fight, they start calling each other Mamzerim, all sorts of beautiful names, and they start picking at each other's yichos. Ah, you're Litvak, ah, you're this, you're that. The kids are, they, they start knocking the yichos. And if there's some sort of Shemets of Mamzerim somewhere, trust me, the whole world will know when there's a fight. Says the Gemara, Vinami, if a Kehenis is getting married, she should check to see that she's marrying someone that's not possible. Like we had the other day, A Kehenis doesn't have to be worried about a possible. Says the Gemara, Rav Adabarabatoni, Arbaimoi, Shem Shtemisrei. Rav Adabarahava adds two mothers on each side because we have a total go back to this chart we have a total of eight mothers that you check so if you add two mothers on the on the mother's side two mothers on the father's side on a you go to the great-grandmother you add one on top on each level then you have an additional uh four and a total of 12. he adds another four mothers they have to check you have to go up on each and every one, for a total of 16. Four on each side, and a total of 16. He adds eight to the eight. Says Gemara Bishlam, Ravadi Barahava, Mokim Lobelavio Basisro. Ravadi Baraka will fit right in because the Mishnah says that when you marry a living Israel, you have to add one mother. Okay, so you meant one to each, to each branch, one on top of each thing. So it's a total of 12. So 12 fits right into our Mishnah. But where does the number 16 fit into our Mishnah? He says 16. The most we could get to our Mishnah is 8, maybe 12. But where, where, how can you fit in to our Mishnah 16? You misunderstood. One doesn't mean one. It means two. 
Huh. So once I double it up, I can get to 16. So Rav... Which other zugs Zug means... Not a pair. Two. Two, two, two wives. So on each wife, on each mother, you have to go up father, mother, father, mother, and you get another, you get another four. Each one of these primaries. Says the Gemara, Omar Rav One Allah, we're gonna have a contradiction here in Rav. Rav Yudha says the name of Rav, thank you, Mark. Zudivre Mayor. I'm just saying uh, he's behind the scenes, he's he's moving the screen over because I'm forgetting to put myself back on. And the picture stays. Sometimes you guys remind me when Mark's up and around, he does it for me. Thank you. Zudivir Meir. Our whole mission they have to check so much is Remeir. Imagine today. Well, if it if that if that minute went all the way to our days, then everybody would have Yichos briefs and they would have trees, and we would know what we're doing. But because we don't have this, so we go up, we know who our grandfather is, and past that, I don't know. I, I think they come from, ask me, it's very interesting. I don't know if you ever noticed. I ask uh, non-Jews all the time. They have no clue. Like past their father, uh, I don't know. Where, where, where are they from? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? There's like no, what? Mishnah of Arar. Oh, sorry, I missed the word. So he says, Kol he's leaving. He's making a chah on what you said. No, <laughs> Chamal. You don't have to worry about Yichos. You have a, a nice Jewish family, marry right into them. Cheskes Kashrus. We don't have to go up four generations. Before we said Rav Yudam Rav. So this is Rav Chama Bar Guyam Rav. In the name of Rav. You said that our Mishnah is only a mayor and Chacham Margaret mayor. It's not true. He says our entire Mishnah is talking about that it goes according to everybody and there was a problem that Aiden came along and said there's a problem with his family. You're making a Shidduch and come to Aiden and say uh, there's a problem with the Shidduch. We heard there's a Shtikl Mamzerus going on there. And if that's the case, says the Mishnah, check four generations up. In other words, it's not a mayor. It's everybody holds this. It's not true. If you hold this Rav, then you can't hold the other Rav. It's, they, they argue with each other. Either the mission is Remeir or the mission is Chacham. No, we can make a say there here. Same thing as we said before, that our mission goes according to Remeir. But Chacham argue, you don't need any Yichos. Everybody has a Chesed Kashos. On that, not a separate halacha. On this Mishnah, the same one that we said before. That even according, only according to Chacham. If there's an error, then you have to be baitik. But our Mishnah goes according to Remeir. Now we're just going to fly through this. If a Kayan did that, you know he's perfect. My timer. He loved him cool. They have a masculine. If they didn't check him back then, then they wouldn't let him uh, do the avoda. But let me know. And if a coin did Birkus Kahana, my time. Uh, is it? You sure? Yeah. Okay. Late. Levi. Levi. Okay. I said Levi in the beginning, then I took it back. It's Levi. Levi. Who's saying on the there was a there was a stage, and they were all on that stage, so we call it a duchan. I guess the other one is called Birkus Kahana. 
So if you're a levy, my time you had to be here. It says Mefurish Levia, so that it is the 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 duchan, the singing. You couldn't be up there if you didn't have yichos. Well, I was If you're in the Sanhedrin, then you don't have to go above that. It's poshut that you have good yichos. Just like you know that anybody that's in the bezin is a perfect person. He has great integrity. So they don't have any flaw with the yichos. Where do you see this? You don't have a flaw. Maybe it means you don't have a physical flaw. That the Sanhedrin should be with you, Moshe Rabbeinu. Like you, just like Moshe Rabbeinu didn't have a flaw in Yichos, so to the Sanhedrin. Maybe over there, Rashi points out that the following passage says, they're talking about right there, immediately afterwards, that a Kosh comes down, there's a Shekhinah there. So maybe only over there, but re- later on in generations where there's no Shekhinah, maybe you don't have to have perfect Yichos. Okay, so we have a Pasuk that says the similarity. Says the Gemara to Tamash Rabbeinu that there's no flaw in the Yichos. If your forefather was a Dayan, then that's good enough. We know we have good yichos. The main rod, the lemekmino mipsulim. What are you going to tell me? If you're a apostle, you can't be a dayev. Remino, I'll ask you a question. Hakol cherim laden dinim mamenus. Vein hakol cherim laden dinim fashes. Everybody could do dinim mamenus. Vavinim ba. Hakol asuyimai. What does it come to include? What else that you didn't know? What we have you do asuyimamzer. A mamzer could be a dayin for mamenus. So. Just because your grandfather was a dayan, maybe he's a mamzer. A mamzer could also be a dayan. How's that? How's that arrived? He had a, a sefer called Kedusha on Kedushin. In Yerushalayim, they can't have any psul mamzerus. They had to be perfect yichos to be even on a bezdin of mamzerus. And if your forefather. He was a Gavitz Daka, that's good enough for the Yichos. My time, keeping the Mitzvah the Who fights the most with people? People that deal with money. The guys that come to collect, yeah, collections. If you, uh, if you have to collect rent, for instance, you better be carrying something with you. It's a very, very dangerous job. So you come to collect money. I was uh, learning the Sugya and the Rav of the Shul that I dive in, in this past Shabbos, sent me a text message that he needs my email because I got an aliyah and he wants to bill me. This is my shit. On Erev Shabbos, today's Friday. Erev Shabbos, you pl- made a pledge. That's what it's talking about. You made a pledge to Zdaka. I come knocking on your door. Give me collateral right now. I am very busy. I'm making gefilte fish and this and that. I don't have patience for you. So what do I do? I'm going to say, get out of here. You mamzer. You think I don't know who your great-grandfather was? It's known that in the shtetl, he's a shtickle mamzer. And like this, he'll run for his life. I won't have to give him. I can continue with my fish. And it's mamzer like a politician, no? If you're a politician, I, I'm assuming, uh, most normal politicians, except you have to make sure you're clean. Because as soon as you jump into that job, people are going to start throwing stuff at you. Hey, he did this and he did that, Ganav and this, the whole thing. 
If you're going to get into this job of collecting money from people on Erev Shabbos, knocking on people's doors, making people Meshuggah, then you better believe that you have the most perfect Yichos, because if not, the world will know about it. And since nobody ever said anything about your grandfather, even though he's a Gavitz Daka, we know that you are perfect. Interesting. It's different than a Kayin. A Kayin that gets up on a Ducha and a Levi that gets up on a Ducha and a Kayin that gets up on his Beach. We checked him. It's not, oh, somebody's going to say something. We checked him. You can't get up here. Hey, stop. Before you climb up the ramp, I need to see who your grandmother is, your great-grandmother, your great-grandmother's father's mother, the whole thing. But a Gavitz Daka, we let the, the world take care of it. The, we're not going to check. From the fact that it's quiet, it's a good ride. It says, The host of Rav Adar was the son of a Ger, says Rashi. You see from the Gemara that he's the son of a Ger. They had a little bit of a fight. It's a very interesting fight. Somebody wrote me an email the other day. How is it possible that Rav Yehuda insulted Rav Nachman like this? We see it a lot in Shas. And I'm not saying that that's what happened over here. A lot of times in Shas, it's about the truth. It's not about ego and gaiva. And Rav Yehuda was not trying to put Rav Nachman down. It wasn't, he was saying, you have no business calling me to the entire. Don't you know that Allah, I'm the Rosh Hashiv and Pumpadisa. What are you calling me? Because this, this Yukal has a fight with me. This, this Russia that really turns out that he's a Shtikal Mamzer, he's an Eved. What? From Beis Hashminoi. You have to know the halacha. You have to know the truth. Do not do that again. Fine. What Each story in its own. Over here you see a very funny story. He's having a fight with the son of a ger. What's this fight? I'm the mara the asra. I, I need to be in charge. I'm going to be the mara the asra. What's going on here exactly? I don't know. He held. Ravada uh, Barhava. Held, and he's not a Ravada Barhava, brought down in Shas many, many times. He held that this guy is not Roy. He should be the one. We have in my neighbor where I live, there's literally fighting, there used to be fighting, who's called the Marada Asra? And the Mispalim official put up big signs. Oh, the Marada Asra of the entire Bet Shemesh is because it used to be Bet Shemesh was one road. So he was uh, whatever the politics are, but crazy, you know, kindersh stuff. The Marada, and the, 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 then since then, there's 500 shuls. But since, because 30 years ago, the Marada Asra is still Marada Asra. But till Adayim said, I'm the Marada No, you're the Marada Asra. I'm going to put up signs that say that I'm the Marada Asra. He's the Marada Asra. But obviously, this is not kids' play. This is for real, for whatever reason. Also, come in the Rabbi Yosef, Amalu, Tanino. We learn. It says, you put a king from within your brethren. It's not just the king. All the hierarchy, all the big stuff, all the big rabbonos and all that stuff comes from within Achecha, not from a ger. You're the son of a ger, sorry, not from you. What do you guys think? Is that true? Is, there, is, is it going to hold or not going to hold? A ger, son of a ger, could he be in charge of... I don't know what. Irrigation of the city. Could he be in charge? Anything great? I don't know. I'm asking. Says the Gemara. Oh, so I, sorry. I said before there was Ravada Barahava. Mistake. It's Rav Bivi. Rav Bivi was fighting with him. 
Okay, Ravada Rehava was there. He was a guest. The fight happened again. Let's take it back. Retract. There was a fight between Rabibi and the son of a ger. So Ravada Rehava sticks up for him, for the son of, a, of the ger, and he says, Misra, Wait a minute. Why is it not Mikari Vachecha? His mother's Jewish. So, yes, it is. So let's make a little chart here. We'll both be more There's a place in Bechemesh, I'm not kidding, that because of these fights, they have two names. Like one is called, it's called Kyrgyz Hasidim Kyrgyz Bell, something like that. I'm not joking. That each Rav could say, I'm the Marada Asra of, of Kyrgyz Hasidim. Uh, it's the same exact neighborhood, but it has a different name. So that on his signs, you can write that. So uh, here's slightly different. It's, I'm in charge of all the Tzedakah, all the Shechita, all the whatever it is that has to do with Yiddishkeit. You're in charge of potholes, of bridges, of doors. Seriously, I'm, I'm Rashi. You're in charge of, 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 the, of the city stuff. Right? He'll be in charge of the city. Whoever lets somebody like your Ravada Barahava sleep by him, you should bring somebody like Ravada Barahava that could fight for you and figure out that you are in the right. Nevertheless, says the Gemara Rabzeiro Mitavabu, Rabzeiro would let the Ben Ger do huge things. So would Ravavavu. The guy that's in charge of the weights and measurements could not be the son of a ger. Even the one in charge of the irrigation, irrigation could not be the son of a ger. That's what the Gemara says. So, means even any kind of very important position in Klai Yisrael, meaning you get to water your field today, you get to water your field tomorrow. That's an important position that a son of a ger doesn't get to be in charge of. Rabbi Yisrael, Af Misha Hoya, it said over there in the Mishnah that if you were in Akko, next it was it Sipari in Yeshna, next to Sipari, that's also a symbol that it's a sign that you are Miyuchas. My time, Daiki Machtami. In this place, Yeshna, they were very careful whose sides. Rebbe Chani Ibn Atignois says, if you're a soldier, that's a great sign. It's not Stam in the IDF. Oh, you soldier in the IDF, it's a good right, they have Yichus. Not, not really. There's a lot of non-Jews in the IDF. So, what are we talking about? We're talking about the Chayol Shabbos David. The soldiers of David. Omer Rebbe Yisrael Maikro. There's a yichus in the in the army in the war. There were tremendous tzaddikim then that went to war, so that it should have. We need to know that you have a schus avos, not just your own schus. It's your schus and the schus of your parents. In David's army, Tzelek was an amoni. My love, does amon? You know, I could. Shlug up and say that he came from Ammon. He's, a, he's an American, he's an Ammoni, but he's a Jew. 
What are you going to do with Uriah? Uriah Chiti. Uriah Chiti. You're going to say that he was also my love. Dosim Mechais Lloyd Yosef Mechais. No, he lived there. He came there. Maybe. But finally, we're going to get to so David Melech had David Zara, and right the story with Itai, he came and he he's mivatel. Now the halacha is that in order to be mivatel of Zara, a Jew can never be mivatel of Zara. You can't say, oh, uh, this is nothing to me. Only a guy could. So the fact that Itai Agiti did that is a is a right. He's a guy, and he was in the army. So what are you telling me that they all have yichos? David had 400 children. Now, Rashi says straight out, they're not his children. So whoever thought that David HaMelech had these 400 kids, it's not, it's not true. It's not David HaMelech's children. It's people, Jews, that had children from Yifas Toyar. And they all come from the Yifas Toyar. They found Goyim at war and they had children before they were able to be you. I have a picture. It's not so nice. Ah, I just want to show this, I guess. This was before. Um, just to show the Lushkis and Gazas where the Sanhedrin was right next to Mizbeach. Okay, fine. But this is a Bloyers. I couldn't find a nicer, more appropriate, but this is real. What blurious means in this case is that they shave the whole front and they grow their hair out for a year. So you have, this is Mamish Awesome the Rice. So why is this Awesome the Rice, this haircut? Because they cut the paste close to the, to the skin. It doesn't even have to be with a razor, it just has to be less than, uh, you know, like to grab onto is this the Rice. So Mugadan Blurious you. And they were in wagons of, of gold. These are the heads, these are the generals. And these are the, 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 the scary guys, the guys that are the, the, the beat up people. So you see that Goyim were part of the war. They're not really part of the war. They didn't go down into Mohama, into the actual. War. They stood there, and the guy looked up, and they see these guys with these ponytails without hair, four hundred of them, and they got really scared. They weakened them up, and then Klai Yisrael left them behind, and they went into the war. Aboisai, have a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and if you're in Chicago, a wonderful Shabbos, Motzi Shabbos in Chicago, nine o'clock, Beis Hashem. Shkoya, shkoya.